Hey guys, welcome to Gym and Tonic podcast number seven, and we are in lockdown again. Um, so today we've had a bit of a chat before we came on air, and we've been talking about how this lockdown just seems a little bit different and a little bit harsher. Um, uh, there seems to be a bit of an air of quite quite a lot of depression and, and a lot of down moods around us at the moment. So we're going to try and pick that up a little bit. We're going to share our honest um, how it's affected us um, because I think that's the right thing to do at this moment. Um, and then we're going to just sort of give you some, I don't know, tips, hints, things that we do maybe to try and lift your mood or just make this all a little bit easier. So uh, I'll start with me, I guess. Uh, so yeah, uh, another lockdown. Um, I would say, honestly, the last week's been really hard. Um, not really sure why. I couldn't, couldn't really put my finger on it. I know that uh, one day I did actually read a friend's book on my Kindle and literally read for seven hours. And that's something I've very rarely done. But it, it, I needed to do that. I needed to just read. You know, and that was it. So that's what I did. Um, there was, obviously, because of the active people that we all are, you know, there's always that little niggle at the back of your head of guilt because you're doing nothing. Um, so I tried to keep pushing that away and sort of accept that this is going to happen. There's going to be days when I'm not going to want to do anything. Um, another example was uh, the day before yesterday when I, I had to go to the post office and the chemist. I had to go that day. It took me seven hours to leave the house. I tell you, I procrastinated. I found a hundred little stupid things to do and finally left the house at Harbour Three. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's like, but it, it, I was struggling. I was struggling to actually leave the house. And again, I couldn't quite put my finger on why I didn't want to go out. But then I went out and I had a walk and it was minus two and it was freezing. But I felt better. You know, I got back home and I was freezing, but I felt better. Um, and I think that's the, probably the hardest thing for people now is that getting themselves over the threshold to do something. That little moment, I think that's where people are really struggling. Um, the motivation isn't there. The excitement isn't there. You know, there's lots of things that have been taken away from us. And I think uh, one thing I did get, given for Christmas actually was um, a, th a three-year journal so it's got space to write um, something every day with a little motivational quote and a question and then you go back and you fill it in again the following year and the following year it means you can compare uh, your time so I have actually started filling, filling that in um, and it just asks a simple question every day about you know um, I don't know, how are you feeling today or, or who's motivating you today or who are you going to call today or do you, do you know what I mean? Something like that. Um, so I think it's just trying to find the thing that's right for you to keep you going. Exercise, obviously, I signed up to Les Mills On Demand again because they were doing a 30-day free trial. I've always fallen back on Les Mills um, because it's just a brilliant way to access um every type of exercise you know like and it's properly taught as well so it means this week i've i've completed my first week i've had my rest day it means i've trained pretty much every day um you know balance body balance was a bit of a challenge for me because it's not something i do i don't do the whole yoga thing um that was a real challenge for me but i managed to stay on my feet for most of it so that was great 
Um, but it, every day you've got a different workout to do and, and some of the workouts I've not done before. So it's all stuff I'm learning. And apart from that, uh, that's it. That's all I've been doing is just walking and, and trying to stick to this challenge so that when I open my the, the challenge every day, it tells me what I need to do. <clears throat> and I, I make sure I do that before the end of the day at some point. So, you know, but it, I'll, I'll admit to you, it's been tough. It's, this week's been tough. It just seems to have, I don't know. There's a there's a very different air um, around things. I've seen quite a lot of ugliness in responses to people's posts. Uh, a lot of people are hiding behind keyboards at the moment and being quite vile towards others. And I, I've had to block and delete quite a lot of um, stuff on social media just so I don't see them. Um, I've stopped accessing Bournemouth, uh, the Echo, for instance. I've, I've blocked them across the board because they just send out ridiculously stupid data um which is all scaremongering and it, and it and it just all contradicts itself if you look at the posts going back they constantly contradict themselves cases you know covid cases they talk about the hospitals but it's all stress 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 yeah. so i've actually done a bit of a cleanup um and i'm trying to just focus on you know, positive stuff that I'm seeing people post, you know, pictures of their kids. And I, I, know, I know Paul always puts pictures of his, you know, when he's walking his dogs and stuff like that. I want to see people do that. You know, let's have a look at what people are doing for, for good, you know. Um, so that's that. Um, and what else? I'm just thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, there's, uh, as, a, as a PT, I, have, I do f follow quite a lot of PTs on uh, social media but I've also um, either unfollowed them or paused them for a little while because um, you know they're they're either using hashtags like no excuses which I do think people have a lot of at the moment <clears throat> and I don't agree with that um, or you know they 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 have their own gyms and everything and they're, they're posting content uh, free content um, for people and I, I understand why they're doing it maybe it's keeping them going but at the moment it's not motivating me so i'm just making my choice what i need to see at the moment so i don't know i'm going to pass it over to you guys now um you can you know talk about your experience this week how's it been yeah um, I'll, I'll 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 jump in i'll start um so i mean for, for me I, I touched upon it in one of our previous podcasts my mental health has not been at its best and i think it was at the start of the the second lockdown um yeah. I, I felt like it came at the wrong time for me. This one has probably come at a worse time <laughs> because a few months on of what I can only really label as probably like self-neglect um, just means that my mental health in general has not improved a great deal. Um, that being said, one of the, the things that I've tried to embrace since this, the start of this year is taking a lot more time for me so I now like try and meditate twice a day first thing in the morning before I go to bed uh, I'm about to start journaling um, so it's interesting you said that I, I've been bought a journal that's literally um, it's for men who suffer with mental health um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to get my teeth into that um, and just trying to take a bit more time and a bit of pressure off of myself I think because I'm spend a lot of time in my own head and obviously being an online PT and going through several lockdowns, it, you, you end up in a situation where your my, my life is pretty much me at home. And as much as when we're in lockdown, it's good because my other half is at home. Obviously we've got our dogs and there's other stuff going on. Um, I didn't really get as much of a break per se 
in the periods when we weren't in lockdown because unless I was at the gym, I was still pretty much at home on my own, still sort of working. So life didn't necessarily change that much from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually I've, I've, I've noticed, like I said, probably quite a lot of self-neglect where things have been getting quite difficult and getting on top of me and I haven't really known how to deal with it because it's been quite a long time since I've suffered with like my mental health. The last time I had real issues with it, I was like 21 and mm. I'm completely different. And again, when you've suffered quite badly with your mental health and I went through a period where I was very depressed and anxious and suicidal and it came all the way out of it. And when you're like 32 and it's, you've been good for like 11 years and you think, Oh, I was just really young and naive and I've got all these coping mechanisms and I'm in a really good place. When you find yourself back there again, you're instantly like you beat yourself up even more. Cause you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. Um, and you, and you spend a lot of time going, oh, I thought I was beyond this. I thought I was better than this. Um, so I, I've, I've, I've got to be honest, this, this lockdown has probably not been, great but it's been an opportunity for me to try and actually take a bit of control because I, I think throughout the back end of last year moving towards Christmas and the, the the run it like the week building up to Christmas was probably my lowest week that I've had um I think I've kind of taken a bit more ownership of things and I'm, I'm completely with you Shirley there's stuff that I'm seeing on social media at the moment that I think from people within our industry I think it's just fucking unhelpful um, at the end of the day, like we're, we're all in a, a really shit situation and the way to get through it is to try and make the best of it. And I, I feel a bit of a hypocrite saying that because I really haven't made the best of it for yeah. like, the last few months. I'm trying to now and I'm putting little steps in place for me. But I want to give like a bit of realism to people listening in the fact that the last time I trained properly was before lockdown two. Yeah. Like, two weeks before lockdown two, I was training four days a week training really really hard really enjoying it the, the week before we went into lockdown we went in on like the Wednesday I trained on the Monday didn't train Tuesday Wednesday we were then in lockdown for a month didn't do anything yeah I, I walked the dog and stuff and stayed semi-active but spent most of my time sat on my ass I haven't really worried about my food um and that kind of stuff I, I've literally been a complete contradiction to what I've been busting the the ass of my clients for but hey I'm not paying myself so I don't need to worry about it um, <laughs> yeah I <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so I then did a whole lockdown of not training. We came out of lockdown and I went to the gym and I got back into a little bit of a routine. And then like we went into tier four in the build up to Christmas. And it's like, well, I probably had like three weeks, if that, between coming out of lockdown and going into tier four, where I probably averaged training twice a week. And now we're in full lockdown and I, I've done nothing. I went for a bike ride yesterday, which was good. Um, but like, it's it, it's completely okay to to take a step back. Yes, we shouldn't neglect our health, and I've I have had to deal with the fallout of neglecting aspects of my health. Not so much physical health because I was fortunate that most of last year I was very strict of my health and my fitness, so I put myself into a position where I probably got a bit of leeway between relaxing on my principles when it comes to health and fitness and ending up in a situation where I'm like, shit, I've got to do something um, that a lot of people perhaps don't have. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I, I completely neglected my mental health, which is probably more important. So I've ended up putting myself in a really shit situation. Like, I'm not ashamed to admit that in the two days before Christmas, I was using a, a suicide prevention tech service because I was too afraid to speak to somebody in person. Mm-hmm. It didn't go particularly well. They sent me some links and the links didn't work. And then I felt <laughs> 
And then I tried to tell them they didn't work and they just said, sorry, use the links we've sent you. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Thanks very much. So um, that didn't really help my cause, but, um, but I, I, I've noticed the importance of trying to put steps in place to, to take care of yourself. And I think one of the things that you said, Shelley, that I, I think needs to be addressed in two manners is this whole like hashtag no excuses that seems to be going around. And I know people are trying to do it from a motivational perspective, but there is a distinct difference between those who have an awful lot of equipment and the ability to go and train almost as effectively as they would in the gym from home and those who don't have it. And if you're hearing no excuses, no excuses, no excuses all the time, but you just don't have access to a great deal of equipment and the options available to you don't really appeal for me personally, I hate all forms of cardio. I, um, my training is always built around being in the gym, lifting weights. I haven't got any weights. I've got some resistance bands, but me being told no excuses when my real only options are to either get out and do some form of cardio or do some form of cardio in my living room doesn't appeal. And adding extra pressure to yourself at a time where people are under a lot of stress and pressure anyway, whether that's financial pressure because they have uncertainty with their job or whatever it is, it's just not going to help the situation, the situation at all. So the hashtag no excuses also does irritate me on the flip side though. I think there is a fine line to be trodden with the no excuses between mindset there are there's two types of people at the end of the day there are those who embrace the situation and try and make the best of it and also have the ability to take their foot off the gas a small amount in a situation like this where they're like mm, it's kind of beyond my control but yeah. then there's also people who will search for excuses and if you're the kind of person that's using phrases like i didn't do it because of this and then asking the question is that a good excuse that to me says more about their desire to mm. act. If you are, if you feel like you're looking for excuses and justification for why you haven't done something, you have to ask the question of, do you really want to do it in the first place? Because you shouldn't need to find a good excuse for why you didn't do something. Like you either didn't do it because you physically couldn't, or you didn't do it ultimately because you didn't want to. And I think there's, there's a bit of a difference there, putting pressure on people to still train it just as hard and as intense as they would if the gyms were open. Don't you think you're not allowed to say, I don't want to? Well, this is the thing. I think, who, actually, I think, who actually says, I don't want to? Like, why didn't you go to the gym? Because I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I, think the, yeah I think we should be allowed to. I think there's too much pressure on, on people to, to, to not waver from the plan. And, and there's, again, I, I, there's something I always say to my clients is to move away from the notion of expecting perfection because perfection is a romanticized notion. It doesn't actually exist. And perfection will change based on it's a subjective concept one person's idea of perfection will be different to somebody else's it's why yeah. it's why you can speak to a hundred different people and ask them to say who they think the most beautiful person in the world is and they will give you a hundred different answers because mm -hmm. beauty is in the eye of the beholder perfection is a completely romanticizing it's a fallacy it doesn't actually exist as a quantifiable thing so if you're aiming to try and be perfect with whatever it is you're doing from a fitness perspective, well, A, you're never going to be perfect because life, as we've seen in the last 12 months, mm. can quite literally fuck everything up beyond your yeah. control. But also, you're just going to beat yourself up when you're not. So I think we, we, as professionals, should be encouraging people to be honest and say when they don't feel like doing things in an attempt to make them feel more comfortable with that. But again, yeah. it's a fine line. You don't want to give people the green light to just continuously say, I don't want to do it because... Maybe we should start a hashtag because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite, quite, possibly. quite possibly. I did nothing. 
you know and then it's like because i didn't want to do anything you know it's like that that should be okay you know it's, yeah it should be it should be more than okay and i think there's too much pressure people are putting either putting too much pressure on themselves or the industry is putting too much pressure on people to constantly be doing something now i'm not trying to detract away from the fact that looking after your health is the most important thing as an as a global population, it's not even a, a thing localized to the UK. As a global population, people are becoming more overweight and more obese, which puts you statistically more at risk of catching COVID and dying from it. We've had to do a third lockdown now because the majority of our population is at risk because they've eaten themselves into that category, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And we can't allow ourselves to forget the importance of being healthy and looking after ourselves and trying to improve on things. But I think we need to understand and take some pressure off in that it's not going to be well it's not going to be perfect for a start it's it's not going to be what we all necessarily enjoy we still have to do it but we i don't think there's i don't think the hashtag no excuses is helping anyone to be honest with you um and i think we also need to accept that the biggest factor is just being more mindful being more present in our own lives in terms of if we take it just from a fitness perspective just being more conscious of what you're eating and how active you are in general and trying to find activities you enjoy rather than trying to commit to doing fucking joe wicks jumping around the living room every fucking day like if that's not what you enjoy don't do it don't base your activity around that find something else you enjoy whether it's just going for a walk but ultimately pay closer attention to what you're eating and just try and be smart about it because the principles behind fat loss don't change because we're in lockdown. It's about balancing and managing your calorie intake versus what you burn. And if you're just going to accept you're going to burn less, well then just bring your calories in line with that. Like just try and do it in a way that takes as much pressure off of yourself as physically possible. Um, Because I think that that is, that's what I've noticed going into this lockdown is that I got, I got a lot of stick with the first lockdown because I, I was put in, uh, I put a few posts up trying to like help encourage people and offer my coaching to help keep them on track in the absence of gyms. And I got a few, I got a bit of like negative backlash from people who are very passionate about the, either the gyms that they own or the gyms they train at and the fact that they're having to close and that I was being insensitive to a, to an industry that was shutting. And I was like, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to reach out to people who are probably panicking because they're, their gyms are shut to try and help keep them on track. I've seen like the opposite this time round. There's been like no, oh my god, like poor, poor the gyms having to shut again. It's been very much like, oh no excuse, fucking drop and give me fifty. And I think actually people probably just need a bit of an arm around the shoulder and to be told that actually at this point in time, just looking after the fundamentals of your own personal health is going to be better. Eat well, don't eat too many calories try and stay active and drink your drink your water and get good sleep like that's going to stand you in much better stead than trying to take to facebook marketplace to buy any amount of weights that you can get to build a home gym just because you've seen a pt who's like up to their eyeballs on fucking testosterone um, pounds, like a kettlebell for 100 quid yeah and, and trying to keep up with people who are fortunate enough to have a home gym um i i think you know i think i think if, if the series of lockdowns and my own, the demise of my own mental health has taught me anything, it's the fact that you just, at times like this, you need to t- take a step back and do what is best for you. And it, like I said, it comes down to, to three really simple things. Look after your mind, look after your body and look after you, look after your stomach, really. <laughs> like eat, eat, eat well, eat active, 
after your soul. That's it. Yeah, that'll do. Um, but yeah, you just need to eat well, keep active and do stuff that is going to help you feel happy. And yeah. that's going to help an awful lot more than all of the shit that's out there. And, and I, I think I did really well there. We'll probably come on to it in a minute. Um, but I, I, I touched upon Joe Wicks and I didn't go all in despite the fact that I have very strong opinions about him. Do you want to hold that thought? Because I think we're going to pass it to Tom. I do. I think... I think... <laughs> do you want to get in your thoughts, maybe? Um, Tom, how you been, hun? I mean, I'm not going to lie. This one has been, uh, you know, as Paul touched upon, there's been a lot of reasons why this one has been a lot more difficult for me, personally, because... I didn't think this one was going to come, although I really didn't think the second one was going to come. But this one happened very fast, yeah, especially yeah. where we were, you know, going from tier two to tier four and then instantly having to shut the gym. I found that very difficult for a couple of days. And I think the biggest thing that, you know, you guys have both touched upon that I think people really need to get in their head that it's okay to not be okay. Right. Yeah. And it, like we hear that all the time. But I think if you sit there and you, and you think about that statement is that you're not going to be OK every single day. No. And, you know, things like this, where you go into lockdown, no, we've never been for anything like this. No matter if we've been for a lockdown before, we've never been for a third lockdown. We've no. never had this opening and closing and this this like every every so often we, we kind of think oh, we're, we're getting towards the end of it. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're back in and we feel like we go back to square one. I think the important thing is to realize is that we're not back at square one when it comes down to our experience of this is that we have been through this before. And although it gets harder and harder as we go, I think it's important to realize that, yeah, we can get through this and we will get through this, but you're not going to, you shouldn't be sitting around going, Oh, this is, this is a great opportunity. Like the first lockdown, everyone was like, this is a great opportunity to learn new skill and all these positive stuff. And it's actually at this point, we've got to go, do you know what? Let's be real. And let's say this sucks. This actually sucks and we'd much rather be going to work and going to the pub with our friends and going to the gym every day and having the things that we took for granted for so long. Yeah. But I do feel as well that there is a responsibility for each individual to try to do the best they can and, and in, with the situation they've been given. And I'm not going to sit here and say, you've got no excuse. You've got every single excuse not to be on your on top of what you should be on top of and trying to make the most of every day but you do also have the power to take control of what you do control and i think i'm a massive believer of if it's not in your control that's something that you can't spend your day worrying about but the things that are in your control they definitely are things that you need to be focusing on surround yourself with the things you can control and then try to to make the most out of them and for me things like having a daily routine has been so important for me for all three lockdowns is making sure that I, I, I do it this way is that before I go to bed every night, I make a list of things that I want to try and get achieved for the day before. It's not for everybody and not everybody wants to do that. But what it does for me is it allows me to kind of keep my day running and not get into a situation where I sit there and start to, um, you know, feel sorry for myself that I'm in this situation because there's nothing I can do about it right now. So it's out of my control. Um, and, you know, when it comes down to things like nutrition and training, again, that is in my control. I can make the most out of what I've got when it comes to training. I can make the most of what I've got when it comes to nutrition. 
like Paul said, do I have to be absolutely perfect? No, because if I'm perfect, I'm always going to let myself down. I'm always going to see a negative out of that because if I'm shooting for something that's unrealistic, then I'm not going to be able to achieve it. But I do think for me, keeping in mind every single day that I do have an element of control left and really holding on to that has been really important for me. Um, but there are days where that's a lot harder um, to do. And I think that the more, the more that we can accept that, and I think the, the easier it becomes because we don't set these unrealistic expectations of what we're supposed to be doing on a daily basis. If you just have two or three things a day that you're trying to, to get, even, not, not, even if it's not something that is like a magical and it's going to be the most amazing thing to achieve, but it's just something, you just get something done, then each day you're at least carry on progressing forward in some shape or form. So for me, it's, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been much more difficult this time, but I've tried to stick to the formula that has allowed me to get through the first two and just try and take it day by day. Like Paul said, I'm not living in the future. I'm not thinking about when this is going to be over. I'm just trying to focus on the present day and yeah. how I can make the best out of that day. And as yeah. I said, some days are better than others. But if I live purely in the present and also not living in the past, because if I sit there and I go, oh, well, it used to be like this. Or I used to be able to do this. Well, I can't. That's, there's nothing I can do to change that. Yeah, so, and there's nothing I can do to really change how the future is going to be in a sense of when we're going to get out of lockdown. What I can do is I can influence my own future and I can influence how I come out of this mentally and physically by taking control of the present and trying to just be on top of what I can control. So that's, that's, that's really what I've been struggling to try to achieve over the I last think, week or so. Can I, can I just, um, obviously because you're both guys, but can I just recommend a book? Um, yeah. I've actually just started listening to it. Um, you, uh, you probably have heard of Paul Mort. Yeah. Um, he's bought a book out uh, called Paul Mort Will Save Your Life. And, you know, he, it's aimed at men who are really, really struggling with life, basically. Mm. Um, but, it, you know, as a woman, it's, all, it, it's also hitting quite home with me as well. It's on Audible um, at the moment. He's, uh, and this is, he's absolutely brilliant. You know, he, yeah, he's very blunt. He does cut you to the core a little bit about a few things, but, you know, he's had amazing results and come through a really difficult time in his life where he was actually suicidal, stood on a cliff. Um, but yeah, so I would recommend uh, that well, book to out there, especially. I think it's important right now that people are blunt. I think it's important that people live in reality. And that's where it comes down to being real, right? Is that, you know, if you're not okay and you pretend like everything is okay, yeah. then you're not really trying to solve the issues that are causing you not to be okay. Yeah. And trying to find solutions in order to be okay. You know, like with Paul just opened up about his mental health. I mean, the fact that he's now talking about it is, means he's on a step to get better and to feel better because it's the worst thing you can do is when something's going wrong is to sit there and go, it's fine, it's fine, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Because at the end of the day, you're not actually um, going to, to find a solution to the issues that you've got if you're not trying to address those issues. And, um, and, it, and you know, we'll, we'll touch upon the Joe Wicks thing. It's like, for me, as much as, you know, he might be very popular, I have a real issue with some of the things he's doing is because he's 
he talks in a sense that it's not realistic. You, when you talk about fitness and mental health and, and nutrition, all that kind of stuff, there are things that aren't easy. And most of the things that, that ta- it takes to, to, to get fit or to lose weight, it's not that easy. It's simple in a, in a, in, in, in a concept, but it's actually very difficult to diet down and change your habits and to get up every day and do workouts and find, find motivation every single day. And, you know, I'm a big believer that it's more about discipline than it is about motivation, because if we try to ride this way to motivation, all we're doing is, um, is we're relying on our emotions which especially at this point are all over the place. And so I look at emotions as like a yo-yo and you go up and down where discipline is more of a, um, is more of a linear thing and it stays consistent if you just make it part of your routine. And Paul, I'll let you kind of jump on your, your, your wings. Yeah, we've got, we've only got a few minutes left, but yeah. Um, Paul, if you'd like to finish off. Um, yeah. Um, actually, in terms of, um, our friend Joe Wicks. I actually think for our next podcast, we should cover that side of the fitness industry because I've got a lot to say about it. But in terms of just rounding off for today, I think we've all raised some some good points. And to bring a comparison back to fat loss in general, the, the principle behind losing body fat is very easy. It's a calorie deficit. The difficulty comes from finding the method that works for you. And I think that yeah. same concept really applies to getting through lockdown and looking after our mental health the principle behind how we do it is really easy um finding a method that works for you that you can enjoy that you can stick to long term um is the bit that's really difficult and i just urge that um for anyone who is finding it difficult whether it's from a financial perspective whether it's from a health perspective whatever it is like just make sure that you are talking to people and that you do reach out because i i, I didn't for for quite a while because I, I literally as Tom said I just kept telling myself like, it's all right and people would be like are you okay but like yeah yeah I'm fine because I kind of felt like if I just kept saying I was okay I'd start to believe it yeah. and things would be all right and I, I kept thinking oh, it'll work itself out um sometimes you just need to take a step back and acknowledge that that you're not okay and actually take steps to address that if you're not addressing the underlying issue you're not going to fix things just like with fat loss if you're not fixing your diet and what you're physically putting in your mouth doesn't matter what you do you're not going to you're not going to get sustainable long term results. Yeah, the odd salad might make you feel good, but if you're still eating like a prick all the all the other times, you're still going to end up gaining weight. And it's the same with lockdown with your mental health. If you're not taking that step back and addressing the things that are actually causing you issues and finding ways to not just cope, but to improve and to get better and to address the underlying issue, then ultimately you're you're just prolonging the inevitable which will be pretty much what i went through which is pretty much full-scale breakdown so yeah i just can't urge people enough to to take ownership of the situation and understand it's okay to take that step back and be like shit i'm not okay and start talking to people because the minute you open up and you start talking you start to put things in place to actually get better so yeah i strongly recommend it thanks paul thanks guys all right, guys. We will see you uh, next week for the yes. next one. week. Yes. Yay. See you later. Bye. Thanks for being so open. <laughs> Anytime. Right. See you later. Bye bye.